preacher man stood in the pulpit church house was empty almost his eyes filled with tears his mind filled with memories of God so long ago when the church house was full not one pew was empty, the altar was stained with saints' tears. As he stands there this morning, and sounds out a warning once again, letting them know there's a heaven today.
you know, I was listening to the radio. The, I think it was Thursday or Friday. And they was talking about the Catholic Church was bringing the Islam faith in together with them. You know, our Bible talks about a one world religion. You know, there's one thing about it. I know who my true and only God is, and that's Jesus Christ. He died upon a cross for me. He paid my sin debt that I couldn't pay, Greg. And let me tell you something. If you're here this morning and you don't know God as your personal Savior, I'm telling you, you can have him today. I got to thinking about what they was talking about, Greg. Man, I'm telling you, it scares me for my lost family. It don't scare me for me because I'm ready to go and meet my God. But I'm telling you, if you don't know God and, and, and your time ends up today, man, it's going to be a sad time. It's going to be a sad time. But the things that's going on in the world today and you read what the Bible tells us, I'm telling you, we're in the last days. We're right where we need to be if we're, if we're saved. But you're not where you need to be if you're lost. Man, I'm telling you something. I couldn't beg and cry and plead not enough to get you to turn your heart over to God. But let me tell you something. When God gets a hold of you just right, you won't have to have nobody drag you to the altar. I got to that point one time, Penny. I got to that point. I thought, man, I, I was raised in church with Penny and Greg. But you know the one thing about it is, I had to make that decision. I was the one that had to make that decision. It wasn't nobody else. I've been drug up out of a chair. I'm a few. Told me that I had to go pray. But until God's dealing with your heart, you ain't going to be saved. God is has to be dealing with you. I'm telling you something. I feel like there's somebody here today that needs God. That needs God in their life. It don't matter if you're saved and you're backslid. It don't matter if you're unsaved. You still need God. Man, I'm telling you, I feel that down deep in my heart this morning. Man, I, I, I just can't, I can't help that, Greg. But you know there's one thing about it. These altars is always open. It don't matter if I'm singing or he's a singing or he's a preaching. God starts dealing with your heart. You come to this altar. I thought about the time before I got saved, Greg. God was a dealing with me and I thought I was having a heart attack, Penny. Lisa looked at me and she said, there ain't nothing wrong with you. And I said, yes, they are. I'm a dying. I'm having a heart attack. Went to the hospital, come back. She said, I told you there wasn't nothing matter with you. She knows what was the matter with me. I was under conviction. And let me tell you something. That's something that the church has got away from. It's praying conviction upon the law. And I'm telling you something. If it makes my brother and sister not eat a bite or not sleep a wink, I pray conviction upon them greater than any conviction that's ever been. Because one of these days, they're going to have to stand before an almighty God and they're going to have to give account. And if they ain't right with God, then he's going to say, leave me, I never knew you. Man, I'm telling you something. I feel good this morning. I feel good in my spirit. But I'm telling you, if you don't know God, man, there ain't no better time than now. No better time than now. 
Was a matter of time 
Come and go with me, 
breaks him down to his knees. And I've been broken a time or two, yes I have, but he picks me up and brings me
Brian, I appreciate the Lord. I told Greg, I said, they asked me to come sing, and I'm blank as a sheet, so I don't really know what to sing, but but I appreciate the Lord today. He's been good to me. I was thinking this morning uh, on my way up here, and I don't know if this will help anybody or not, but I've been uh, doing a little, uh, I guess you'd call it a character study on uh, somebody that all us, all of us have heard about. If we've ever read the Bible or been to Sunday school, everybody knows about him, Brother Todd, and that's uh, Samson. And, you know, I was thinking on the way up here this morning, I thought about we know all the mighty things that Samson did and all the stuff that he did before and then the sin that he fell into. But, you know, I was thinking on the way up here, Brother Tim, I thought Samson's problem was not a pride problem. It was not a lust problem. It was not some, uh, he, he thought he had it all figured out. But, you know, nowhere in the book of Judges can you read where Samson ever built an altar. You know, and I thought about Brother Brian, Samson's problem was a prayer problem. You know, so many times we go through life and we think we've got it all figured out and we go on our own merit and we go on what we think when we need to be praying and asking God what he wants us to do. You know, I have been, I have found my place, my time and place sometimes, Janie, that I feel like, well, Lord, I know how to handle this. I can do it. You know, and so many times I'll put it in his hands and say, Lord, I'm giving it to you. But then before the day's over, Brian, I'll say, well, Lord, let me help you. I know what I need to do. I know everybody in the house has been guilty of saying, Lord, I'm going to give it to you, but let me help you a little bit. Because he's not doing it like we think he should be doing it or in a timely manner like we want it to be done. But you know what? Sometimes we need to lay it on the altar and just keep praying and say, God, however you fix this, however you do it, God, I want to be willing to accept what you do and I want to be willing to go for you regardless. So sometimes it's not a problem with sin. It's a problem with prayer. Because if we'd pray like we need to, we'd do everything like God wants us to. It comes to us. I'll try to sing this song. I've not sung it very much, but, but it keeps coming to me. Probably G. I choose to stand up for the right. I won't bow to this world of sin. I'm a blood-bought child of God By His grace I've been born again I'll stand up like the Hebrew children Obey the Lord's command I don't need a second chance I choose to stand I choose to stand up for the right I won't bow to this world of sin. I'm a blood-bought child of God. By His grace I've been born again. I'll stand up like the Hebrew children. Obey the Lord's command. I don't need a second chance. I choose to stand. I'm not afraid to stand for Jesus. One day He stood for me. Though the world may criticize me, I may face adversity. Oh, I've made my choice to serve Him, even if I stand alone. 
I'd rather be an old-time Christian than anything I know. I choose to stand up for the right. I won't bow to this world of sin. I'm a blood-bought child of God. By His grace I've been born again. I'll stand up like the Hebrew children. Obey the Lord's command. I don't need a second chance. I choose to stand. Well, they heard the king's commandment. To the idol they must bow. But those three Hebrew children said we will stand our ground. When a second chance was offered, they chose to face the flame. God showed up in the fire and delivered them that day. I choose to stand up for the right. I won't bow to this world of sin. I'm a blood-bought child of God. By His grace I've been born again. I'll stand up like the Hebrew children. Obey the Lord's command. I don't need a second chance. I choose to stand. I'm not ashamed to stand for Jesus. One day He stood for me. Though the world may criticize me, I may face adversity. I made my choice to serve Him, even if I stand alone. I'd rather be an old-time Christian than anything I know. I choose to stand up for the right. I won't bow to this world of sin. I'm a blood-bought child of God. By His grace I've been born again. I'll stand up like the Hebrew children. Obey the Lord's command. I don't need a second chance. I choose to stand. I'm not afraid to stand for Jesus. One day he stood for me. Though the world may criticize me, I may face adversity. Oh, I've made my choice to serve him. Even if I stand alone, I'd rather be an old-time Christian than anything I know. I choose to stand up for the right. I won't bow to this world of sin. I'm a blood-bought child of God. By His grace I've been born again. I'll stand up like the Hebrew children. Obey the Lord's command. I don't need a second chance. I choose to stand. Down. Well, there ain't no grave. 
under Gabriel, put your foot on the land and sea. But don't you blow that trumpet, Lord, until you hear from me where well, there ain't no grave. Gonna hold my body down. I hear that trumpet sound. Gonna get up out of that ground. There ain't no
everything in my life I've got to make it I've got to know my name described in the Lamb's great book of life I've got to hear him say well done hearing my child you want more than anything in my life I've got to make
Something got a hold of me Something got a hold of me Went there that night And oh, what a sight Something got a hold of me I first heard of a people who claim Old time religion was real I said I'll go down and I'll take a look around Look at those pink minds I feel And I walked up the steps and peeped in the door The devil said don't you go in I thought it wouldn't hurt me I'll just step inside And I'll sit back as far as I can Oh, but something got a hold of me Something got a hold of me Oh, I went there that night And oh, what a sight Something got a hold of me They sang like they meant it And they all clapped their hands I said, that's emotion, that's all And when they get down to pray, I'll get up and leave. I don't want to be seen here at all. And about that old time, that old preacher started preaching. He said he knew that he was saved. He put his hands and he talked in an unknown tongue. And I felt in me something saved. Oh, something got a hold of me. Something got a hold. I went there that night, and oh, what a sight! Something got a hold of me. I just sat in my seat. I was sinking it o'er, and they all started to pray. The fire fell from heaven and I fell to the floor. I laid there till the breaking of day. When I went, I said, I ain't gonna stay long. I must come back home at nine. But when God died down on me, I couldn't get up. I was 12 hours late and that was fine. So now I know that I don't need to doubt For I've got an experience that night That I never shall forget as long as I live I found old possession salvation that night And something got a hold of me Something got a hold of Oh, I'm telling you something got a hold of me Something got a hold of me I went there that night and oh, what a sight Something got a hold of me
Well, good to be back in the house of God. Good to be back at Egypt. Praise the Lord. was here a couple, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, longer. I'd had Egypt on my heart. And uh, it was a, was a real surprise to me. And the pastor told me he'd been trying to get a hold of me. He asked me, said, would you be interested in coming, preaching a homecoming? Well, I'll tell you what, it's an honor. It is an honor. And before I go any farther, I would love to just uh, uplift and praise the people of the Egypt uh, Homeless Church for what you've done with the church. New carpet, new lights. You've repainted this. It's gorgeous. And, uh, and I, I, I oppose you. I, I really, let's give the church a hand right here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Long airs uh, over in another county, and every evening uh, when I'd go by, I'd see a big bunch of them here working. I'd say, Lord, help them. And uh, when, I, when I come in this morning, uh, uh, Doris, I, I really didn't expect to see you this morning. Praise the Lord. And if I don't mention your name, please don't be hurt at me. But Doris has just been on my heart. She's been on my mind. Uh, got a lot of sickness in her family, and we've been praying for her. Praise the Lord. But uh, I noticed as I come in this morning, there was one person in particular I was really looking for, and that was Sister Mamie. And I come over, and I got down beside of her on my knees as a sign of submission. And you know what she done? She laid her hand on me, and she said, Preacher, I've been praying for you. Praise God. I'll tell you what, it just broke my heart. Praise the Lord. Uh, after all the trouble and the trials and the sickness and all the things that she's had to go through, instead of praying for herself and her troubles, she's been taken out the time to pray for me. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell you what, that's, I'm like Brother Joey, that's what we need in the day and hour that we're living in. We're not praying enough, church. We're not praying enough. We're not sacrificing enough. We're not getting close enough. We could get a lot closer to God if we would. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, Brother Rose, are you going to preach strict? I might. Praise the Lord. If we lay off some things of this world and uh, uh, all the, the trials and the tribulations of this world, we could get closer to Him. Praise the Lord. We'd see Him move more for us. Praise God. But as I get to looking around, they're just different, different ones. I see them from all congregations. I see Winding Blade. So glad to be uh, in church with Brother Todd. I will say this. Uh, I'd like for all the ministers or preachers, if you will, stand up this morning. We've got a minister or a preacher in the house this morning. Praise the Lord. Look here. Praise the Lord, my preaching brethren. I honor them. Let's give them a hand for being here this morning. Praise the Lord. So good. Praise the Lord. We see, I see Winding Blade. I see Big Hill here this morning to back me. Praise the Lord. Brother Bobby and Sister Nina come in. I started crying. Praise the Lord. I'll tell you what, they're just dear to me. I consider uh, them to just be special. And Sister Nina's my mother in the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I've seen Sister Janie two or three times. And every time I see her, I'd say, Janie, you coming? She said, well, I'm going to try. And I'm so glad to see her this morning. But if I'm not mentioning your name, please forgive me. Praise the Lord. But I'm so glad, glad to see you here this morning, Roger. Praise the Lord. I've got a lot of good friends here. got family here. 
even got family here I didn't even know I had. Uh, Sister Robinson back there, I, I didn't know. You know, I knew, uh, I, I knew he had a sister, praise the Lord, but I didn't know who she was, praise the Lord. And that's, that's family back there this morning. That's my cousin, praise the Lord. And I'm so glad that you're all here this morning. I want you to feel welcome, praise the Lord. But I tell you what, most of all, I want to see you get in. Praise the Lord to see my brother back there. I want to see you get in and serve the Lord this morning. Praise the Lord. I'd like to see somebody get a blessing. I'd like to see somebody get lifted up. Praise the Lord. But most of all, Junior, I'd like to see somebody get saved. Praise the Lord. Now, I'll tell you what. I've got a little question for you this morning. Are you saved? Praise the Lord. Are you saved? You may say, uh, Brother Rosa, I don't know. Praise the Lord. If you've got to question it, you're not. Praise the Lord. It's a no-so salvation, Scott. Praise the Lord. Once the Lord comes in, praise the Lord, you know it that he come in. There was a ruler of the Jews came to Jesus at night by the name of Nicodemus, and the Lord told him, he said, Nicodemus, a man must be born again to get into God's heaven. And Nicodemus, he thought it was some great thing, and he said, how can a man enter into his mother's womb? the second time praise the Lord and he said marvel not Nicodemus the wind blows where it listed praise the Lord and so is the Spirit of God, praise the Lord. And I'll tell you what, this morning, uh, if you're lost and undone and without God, praise the Lord, uh, today would be a great day to find yourself an altar of repentance and repent out, praise the Lord, and be saved. I tell this a lot of places that I go, praise the Lord, uh, that old preaching brother there at home, he told me, he said, Brother Rose, he said, the Lord had got to dealing with me. Praise the Lord. And he said, I was lost. And he said, I wanted to tell me this and somebody would tell me that. Wanted to tell me this and somebody would tell me that. And he said, I was out there at a little old church one day all by myself. And said, I found myself a place to pray. And said, I got to praying. And said, the more I prayed, the better I felt. Praise the Lord. This is a Baptist man. Praise the Lord. And I hope we got some. Praise the Lord. But he said when the Lord come by and saved him, he said well, when I come to, said I was out behind the church running in circles. Praise the Lord. Saying I'm saved. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Are you saved this morning? Praise God. I'll tell you what. I'm saved. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Praise God. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. I'm saved. Are you saved this morning? Praise God. Are you saved? Praise God. Are you really saved? Praise God. I'm saved. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. A long time ago, <laughs> praise the Lord at Macedonia holding his church conviction got on me. Brother Chris <laughs> had me a girlfriend. Praise the Lord, boy, I wanted that girlfriend. Oh, yes. But I didn't want nothing to do with the Lord. But that was the only place I could see her. And one night, 
up there and Brother Dwayne Allen was there in revival. Something got a hold on me. Shannon, you know how I was. Something got a hold on me. Praise the Lord. And just in a few nights, Brother Chris, praise the Lord, when I knew that, I knew that I'd been delivered. Praise the Lord. And ever since then, uh, my message has been, uh, I'm saved. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I'll tell you what, I wish it was lined up all the way to London. Are you saved this morning? Huh? Brother Joey, are you saved? Praise God. Brother Todd, are you saved? We ought to be telling the world, I'm saved. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Them old saints are around home. They told me, I'm going to get to my message here in a minute. Them good old sisters, them good old brothers, they'd say, don't stop there. Oh, no, don't stop there. Huh? I didn't have a clue what they was talking about. Huh? But I knew that my wife would get in the back room and shut that door. This is long before Cameron came along. And I'd hear her speaking in tongues. And that was the strangest thing to me. I couldn't understand that, Ernie. And I got to praying about that, Junior. I said, Lord, if that's real, if you'll give it to them, I want it too. Huh? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The Lord told me to preach it holy, and I intend to preach it holy. Praise God. And I'll tell you what I've done. I got to lay in awesome things of this world. I got to get sanctified. Praise God. I got to pray and praise the Lord. And I kept getting closer. And I kept getting closer. And one morning at Big Hill Holiness Church, praise God, there was something got on me that had never been there before. And I got to question it, Sister Mamie. You know the devil will come by and he'll try to convince you that what you've got's not real. And I wouldn't testify to it. We went home. A lot of you've probably heard me tell this. My wife had a big dinner fixed. And it was exactly what I like. Oh man. I mean, the table was covered. Had a big turkey, matter of fact. I'll never forget it. I love it. She said, dinner's ready. I started to go eat. The Lord dealt with me and said, you can't have that. Oh, I was heartbroken. I said, no. And she never said a word. I remember she went and took something and she covered the table. And I went into the bedroom, and I shut the door, and then I went into my closet, and I shut the door, and I found myself a place to pray, Brother Gabbard. You know what I'm talking about? You ever remember hearing your mother do that? Huh? 
You ever remember hearing that saying of a dad that you'd had doing that and your grandfather? Praise the Lord, and I found myself a place to pray. I put my knees against the floor and my face against the ground and I began to pray and I said, Lord, if that was real, if you'll send it by one more time, I'll never deny it. Praise God. And it wasn't just a few minutes. It was right in the closet. And I've had it ever since. I've been saved, Brother Roger. I've been sanctified and I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I don't say that much. Probably ought to. Praise God. Well, I'm saved, I'm saved, I know I'm saved. Praise the Lord. How do you know you're saved, Brother Rose? Because I can still feel him. There's a little, they said there was a little boy. And he was a fly in his cat. And it got way up there and it was a cloudy day. He had a hold of that little string. This man come by and he said, son, what are you doing? He said, I'm flying my kite. He said, I don't see nothing up there. He said, how do you know it's up there? He said, because I still feel it tugging on my string. Praise the Lord. I, I want you to know something this morning. I still feel him tugging on my string for somebody this morning. Praise God. I feel like there's somebody needs to get right this morning. Praise God. I'm saved. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. You know he wants a little something from us. Well, yes, he does, Sister Mamie. He wants something from us. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. I just can't get it off my mind, Brother Chris. I'm saved. Brother, I'm saved. I've been washed in the blood. Praise the Lord. I'm saved this morning. Are you saved, church? I'm saved. A lot of people don't want to hear that word anymore, but I got saved. I don't have to die and go to a devil's hell. You know why? Because I'm saved. Praise the Lord. When I get down to pray, I know my the Lord is hearing my prayers. Why, Brother Rose? Because I'm saved said his ears was open to the righteous. I'm saved this morning, Brother Junior. And I'm going to stay saved. He can do that. Well, yes, he can. But if you got your Bibles with you this morning, we're going to read in just in a couple places and try to get to our message. Praise God. Well, I'm saved, I'm saved, I know I'm saved. <laughs> huh? I'm saved, I'm saved. I love to see somebody that's never been saved go out of the house this morning, go right down 421 saying, I'm saved, I'm saved, I got saved. Brother Kenneth, you remember when you got saved? I'll tell you what, the grass looked better around Sand Gap. Huh? Them old people that I used to hate wouldn't have nothing to do with. I go put my hand around their neck. Tell them, say, I love you. 
Jesus told them, he said, you'll know that you've passed from death unto life because you love the brethren. I got saved one time, Sister Mamie. Oh, yes. Brother Rose, what do you believe? I get that out of the way real quick. I'm a Trinity man. Huh? I believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Huh? That's what I believe. I believe in being under conviction. Praise the Lord. Coming and repenting out of your sins. Getting sanctified. Getting filled. Going on and living for the Lord. After you get saved, praise the Lord. I believe you ought to go see your pastor, your preacher, your evangelist, some of your good brothers, and they need to take you down to the creek and baptize you. The creek, the swimming pool, the lake, I don't matter. Praise the Lord, but you need to go under the water. Yes. Oh, yes. But in the book of Genesis, praise the Lord, we're going to start in the eighth chapter. Just going to read a couple verses here, and we're going to move on to a couple more places. Praise the Lord. Genesis 8 and 20. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. Praise the Lord. And notice, sir, praise God, that Noah, uh, uh, the first thing that he did, praise the Lord, is he built an altar unto the Lord and he made a sacrifice. Praise the Lord. And we're going to go on over in the book of a little farther on in the 22nd chapter of Genesis. We all know this scripture very, very well, how that uh, Abraham took his uh, one and only son Isaac, uh, how that the Lord had called him and told him to go up uh, on a certain mountain and to uh, sacrifice there. Now, we all know the story of how that uh, 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 when he started up the hill, uh, uh, Brother Brian, praise the Lord, uh, he told the servants, he said, you remain here and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. And as I remember, praise the Lord, uh, as they got up there and they built an altar, Isaac looked around and he told his father, he said, Father, here's the wood and the, and the altar, if you will, and the fire, praise the Lord, but where's the sacrifice? And God, uh, Abraham told him, he said, God himself will provide a sacrifice. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. And if the Lord had helped me just a little bit this morning, praise the Lord. That word sacrifice kind of stands out in my mind this morning. Praise the Lord. But you know what the Lord wants uh, uh, from the days that uh, a time was created in, uh, in the, and before the old uh, or during the Old Testament, praise God, uh, uh, God had a predestinated plan, praise the Lord, and it took blood for the atonement of sins, which meant, and then it took something's blood to cover the sins, 
When Adam and Eve was there in the garden, praise the Lord, and uh, they had sinned, praise the Lord, and God came walking in the cool of the evening, and he asked him, said, uh, where are you, praise the Lord? And they said, we hid ourselves, for we are naked. He said, Adam, who told you you was naked? Praise the Lord, and Adam confessed what he had done. And if we go just a little bit farther on, we find that... uh, Uh, God took the skins of some animals. It does not tell us what, but he made them some clothes to cover their sin. So something had to die. Something had to shed its blood to cover those sins. But that's not what he wants today. That's not my message at all. Praise the Lord. If the Lord had helped me just a little while, praise the Lord. I like to preach on a living sacrifice. Huh? Praise the Lord. How many of you, praise the Lord, uh, has been like Sister Mamie and been praying for me the last couple weeks? I know my wife has. Praise the Lord. You don't have to raise your hands. And I don't mean to put anybody on the spot. Praise the Lord. But in the day and hour that we're living in, church, uh, God does not want the blood of goats and of bulls and of sheep uh, and of pigeons and all of those things. Praise God. But he still requires a sacrifice. And that sacrifice is of your life, of your time. He wants us to pray. He wants us to go to church. He wants us to serve him. A living sacrifice. You know something that's dead, Brother Roger? He can't help us anymore. Huh? Once we're all gone to the grave, praise the Lord, we can't pray anymore. We can't shout anymore. We can't lift up his name anymore. We can't do anything for him anymore. Praise God. But as long as the blood is running warm in your veins, he expects a living sacrifice of your life. A living sacrifice, brother. Praise God. A living sacrifice. Oh, yes. Praise the Lord. When we go over in the book of Romans, the Bible says, And I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Praise God. And that word, and he put in there, holy. H-O-L-Y. Totally different. Then W-H-O-L-L-Y. Holy. I beseech you, brother, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable, holy, which means clean. Huh? Do you know what holiness is? Huh? All it is is cleanness, brother. Praise the Lord. I'm not trying to change your doctrine or anything like that. Praise the Lord. But he wants us to live holy. Have you been living in sin? Huh? I'm going to get right down here where we're living at. Huh? Oh, yes. I intend to, sister now. Oh, yes. 
You know one of the worst things in the day and era that we're living in. You got yours on you? I'm looking for a cell phone. Let me borrow it. Huh? I'm getting right down here where we live. Huh? I call it nosy book. Huh? He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you offer your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Let me tell you something. If you're on this, running your brother, your sister, your pastor, your congregation down on this, you're not living holy, and the Lord don't like it. Amen, Brother Rose. Amen. I'm right, I'm right, and I know I'm right. Thank you, sis. I've got one of them out there in the car. But don't look for me on Facebook because I'm not on there. I'm not trying to cut you down if you've got it. Oh, no. It's a great and wonderful thing if it's used right. But holy. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Huh? A living sacrifice. Praise the Lord. What does he want from me, Brother Rose? He wants your time. He wants your devotion. He wants you to go to church. He wants you to pray. He wants you to fast. He wants you to live for him. He wants you to help your neighbor. Praise God. Amen, Brother Rose. He wants a living sacrifice. I noticed as they come by this church the last few weeks, I've seen some of these brothers and sisters sacrificing their time. Huh? But we live in the day and hour. Praise the Lord. We'll say, let them do it. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I can't go up there. Little Billy's got a ball game. I got to take him to the ball game. Huh? Sarah's got practice. I've got to go to Walmart. Huh? We got to go get groceries. We're out of milk. We can't go to the church and work. Huh? But what about that living sacrifice that he expects from us? Huh? Praise the Lord. He expects a living sacrifice from us. Praise God. Everybody can't be the preacher. Everybody can't be the singer. Everybody can't be the evangelist. Somebody's got to mow the churchyard. Somebody's got to clean the church. Amen, Pastor. A living sacrifice. Brother Joey, he wants her time. These ones that's sick and got sickness in their family, I can go lay my hand right on your heads this morning. Lord, my heart goes out for you, sis. And different ones going to be better. Huh? Did you all hear that? It's going to be better. Huh? Boys, I love that. It's going to be better. 
Claim it, sis. It's going to get better. Praise God. I'll tell you what. It will hold on just a little while. Praise God. It's going to get better after a while. Praise the Lord. What do you mean, Brother Rose? He told me in the Word. Praise God. He said when he come to get me, praise God, I get a white robe. Huh? Brother Rose, why you want to get up there and preach and run around screaming and holler? Sweat. Waste your time. Nobody wants to hear you. You ever heard that? But it's going to get better after a while. Huh? It's going to get better after a while. Brother Bobby, praise the Lord. Because when I stand in that white throne judgment, praise God, I'm going to get a new white robe to wear that won't have a spot or a blemish on it. Praise God. I'm going to get a crown to wear. I'm going to get a white stone that's got a new name in it. And nobody won't know that name but me. Boy, I wish I could sing like that young man here this morning, back here this morning. Brother, you can sing. But you know what I'm going to get? If I hold on and present my body a living sacrifice, I'm going to get to sing a new song that even the angels came sing. Praise God. It's going to get better after a while. Praise God. But we're going to have to hold on. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Are you still with me, church? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let's present our bodies a living sacrifice. Praise the Lord unto the Lord, which is our reasonable service. Praise the Lord. What does that consist of? It consists of a lot of things. Praise God. These ones that seek in the community. How many of us has went to their house? Huh? Saying, I've been worried about you. I laid down my, my phone, my TV, all these other things that all, that all of us enjoy. Praise the Lord. And the Lord has called me to come by and to pray for you. Maybe the Lord sent you by to fix somebody a meal. Or maybe the Lord sent you by to give somebody a piece of money. Praise God. But it's going to take a sacrifice from us for to Him. Praise God. It's going to take a living sacrifice, brother. But over in the book of 2 Corinthians, he told us in the word, he said, Wherefore, come out from among them, praise the Lord, and separate yourselves, praise the Lord, uh, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you unto myself, praise the Lord, if we lay off the world and lay down a living sacrifice for God, praise God, he come by and move for us. We all want the blessings, Penny, but we don't want to work. We want him to come by, Ernie. We want him to 
heal our children. We want him to heal our bodies. We want him to bless our homes. Huh? We want him to pay our bills. But what have we done for him? What did we do for him last week? Did we tell a stranger on the street? Do you know Jesus? Do you know my Savior? Do you know what he done for me? Huh? I don't remember telling anybody about what he done for me at my house. I come in one time, thought I was dying, Norman. I literally thought I was dying, thought I was having a heart attack. And you know how your spouse is. If you say anything, it just go all to pieces. Let's call somebody. Let's get an ambulance. And I thought I was dying. But you know what I done? Instead of calling somebody, I remember going in the bathroom. Brother Rose, why would you go in there? It's the closest place I could find. And I remember kneeling in that floor. And I put my face to that floor. And I began to pray now. And I said, Lord, I'm off of I've tried. I've been trying to live for you. I've been trying to pray. I've been trying to preach. Not holding myself up. Praise the Lord. I've been trying to give. And if you don't come by, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, Holy Ghost, come by. In just in a few minutes, Roger, I felt that leave. Huh? That's why I serve him. That's why I offer my body up as a living sacrifice. Praise God. Holy, acceptable unto God. Praise God. Let me tell you something. He's a God worth serving. He's a God that can save you. He's a God that can heal you. Them holiness preachers is crazy. They run, they scream, they're down on their knees. If I thought it'd help, I'd crawl to you this morning. I'll do whatever it takes. I live in sacrifice. You can have whatever's in it, if that's what it takes. To get you to an altar this morning. There's a little bit in it, but there ain't much. It won't get you far. But I'm willing to sacrifice it this morning. Are you saved this morning? Are you offering up yourself as a living sacrifice this morning to God, which is your reasonable service? Praise the Lord. Are you serving him? Are you walking uprightly before him? Praise the Lord. He told Ezekiel there in the word, praise the Lord. He said, I sought for a man among you that would stand in the gap and make up the hedge, but I found no man. I found no one. Nobody wants to sacrifice. Nobody wants to give up their time. Nobody wants to give up prayer. Nobody wants to give up their sleep. And absolutely nobody wants to give up their money. 
Are you giving to the church? Huh? Boy, this gets close, don't it? Huh? Oh, yes. This gets close right here. Has the Lord blessed you with a good job? I look out, most of us here in this church has got it. Most of us has got pretty good jobs. We making a decent living, praise the Lord. And when they pass a plate around for the, to, 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 to keep up the church, praise God, or to help uh, some good evangelist that's coming through the country, or to the pastor, praise God, they'll say, let them get it like I got it. Let them work for it. Shame on you. One old brother said, give to it, it hurts. A sacrifice. I forget who it was. Said they was in revival one time. Said they passed this offer and played around. And he said, all I had was $20 to my name. No gas, no way home. Praise the Lord. He said, the Lord just kept dealing with it. Said, put it all in. Huh? Put it all in. And he said, you know, he said, that was all I had. But he said, when that pan come around, he said, I give, put it in there. But he said, after service was over, said, I went out to my car. Said, they hadn't made him up no offer. Said, they had an old car there and about out of gas, no way home. Said, here come my old brother. Said, hey, come here. Said, I sold a big bunch of cattle a while ago. And said, handed me the biggest roll of money I ever had in my hand in my life. Huh? You cannot outgive my Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something, church, it's going to have to take a living sacrifice. Brother Junior, he wants your time. He wants your prayers. And he wants your money. That is not popular. Oh, yes. Are you going to preach tithing, Brother Rose? Hold on just a minute. Hold on. When Jacob, way back, tithing was instituted under the law, but way back before the law, when Jacob had that dream and he saw that ladder and he saw it coming down, praise God, the first thing he done, he made an altar and he prayed and he said, Lord, if thou will be my God and supply me with food and raiment, praise the Lord, I will uh, serve thee continually and I shall surely give thee a tenth. And that was way before the law. Huh? It wasn't even a law. Get us over in the New Testament, Brother Rose. Praise the Lord. What about that sacrifice? Praise the Lord. We're all trying to get out of paying taxes. I don't like to pay them no more than you do. Absolutely not. But it's a sacrifice that we must do, Brother Dawson. Nobody likes to give it up freely. Praise the Lord. 
But when they came through the countryside to tax uh, uh, the Jews there, praise the Lord, Jesus told his apostle, he said, go down there and cast out a hook in the water. And when you bring the fish in, said there'll be a piece of money in its mouth, pay your taxes. And if he kept the law, he paid his taxes. If he kept the law, he paid his tithes. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something, church. It's going to take a personal sacrifice. We're going to have to give up some things for the Lord. I hope I ain't hurt nobody's feelings. But if I tell you what, after church is over, praise the Lord, you meet me outside and I'll take my Bible and I'll show it to you. But Norman, he wants a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. You know what them old people done? They'd pray. Till their shoes had turned up just like that. My grandmother could get a hold of the Lord just like that. Seemed like all she had to do was raise her hand. You know why? Because she sacrificed her whole life for the Lord. Huh? It wasn't about the things of the world or the things she could get, but it was about what she could do for her Lord. Huh? Every morning, the first thing that come on her mouth was a prayer of praise. Before she went to bed at night, she was praising her Lord. Praise the Lord. You let one of the children get sick, one of the grandchildren get sick, some of the family get sick, some of the neighbors be in need. You'd hear Grandma in there praying, praise the Lord. You know why she could touch the throne? Because she had sacrificed. A living sacrifice, Brother Brian. I may not have helped you much this morning. But couldn't we all sacrifice a little more? Huh? Earlier in the service, I felt like the Lord was going to move so great, Brother Todd. And he did. Huh? But you know there's still time. There's still time. Oh, yes, they are. Right here. Have you got troubles? Anybody got troubles? <laughs> Anybody got some trials? Anybody got sickness? Anybody got a need before the Lord? Huh? Why don't we just take out a few minutes here this morning and come out and find us a place to pray this morning? Would you sacrifice just a few minutes? When Jesus took his apostles there in the garden with him to pray, and he looked around and they was all sleeping, he said, could you not pray with me just a few hours? 
Could you not sacrifice just a few minutes this morning? Pray for your neighbor. Pray for the one sitting beside of you. Pray for your country. Pray for your leaders. What about your president this morning? Brother Rose, you going to bring politics into the church? He needs our prayers this morning. Huh? He needs our prayers this morning. I'll tell you what I done. I prayed for the other administration. Oh, yes, I did. I didn't like it. But I prayed for him. I'm still praying for him. I'd like to see Obama come in them doors and start screaming, I'm saved, I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Let's sacrifice a little bit, church. Let's offer up a sacrifice of praise this morning. Let's lift his name up. Huh? Brother Tim, let's offer up a sacrifice of praise. We're going to open up these altars, Pastor. Come in around these altars this morning. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Praise the Lord. Somebody bring us a song.